seen the turn. Of, I, season two, episode two. We're a month behind, a month bro. Behind. But it feel good to be back in the studio, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we was kind of behind because we was updating some things. You know, obviously, if you've been yeah. watching us, you know, um, all our viewers out there. Uh, we got the mics now. We got the mixer board. Yeah. So moving yeah. on up a little bit. Changed the office around a little bit. So feeling yep. good, man. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> did. Yeah, we did. Yep. It's all looking good. It feels good. It sounds good. We had a little conversation about where to take it. Should yep. we invest a little bit into yep. it? Yep. Yep. So. Man, this year has been going by fast as shit, man. Um, yeah. it's, it's the end of the month, bro. We yeah. almost two months behind. Yeah. <laughs> two more days. Yeah. Yeah. Been two yeah. <laughs> so we got, we're going to, we're going to sneak one in there though, man, somewhere, um, maybe a little bit later in the year, but we're going to sneak, we're going to sneak one in there, yeah, man. That's true. That's yeah. true. We could just double up, do the full, do the full season, get it, get it, uh, people worth their money. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. um, but yeah, man, the year has been going by super fast, man. Um, if you've been, you know, if you know anything about me right now, man, I got, like I said, got a baby girl on the way is focusing on, on a lot of things, man. Most importantly, becoming the best man I can, you know what I'm saying? It's moving on being, being a husband as a father. Um, me and Monica have been closer, got closer since, um, we found out we was having Mackenzie and, you know, Mo told me the other day and it was like, it wasn't because I needed to hear it, but it was like out of peer genuineness she was like brian i see you changing already as a man like with your patience I bet. and i guess some overall like with my teaching skills and so that was like very valuable when she said something like that to me i'm like man it's it's that's just pure motivation you know what i'm saying it's yeah. god allowing you know things like that to be heard um and to be kept man so that was something that was really that's been really good uh, but the business is doing better than ever, man. It's we, we doing our crazy numbers right now, regardless of this supposed to be our slow quarter and everything like that, man. And you know, um, I actually did Susan, friend of John and Eldon at the office, right? Um, um her kid, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. did, I did her son inspection. So at the end, you know, she was there. I'm like. Susan, I'm like, are you buying this house? She was like, no, my son. And I was like, crazy, because I, I didn't know that was her son. Yeah. So yeah. we talking, bro. And at the end, she was like, you know, Brian, like the vibe I get, you know what I'm saying, from you and Corbin, like I, she kind of felt like you needed me in a sort in regards to not like a, a bad, because we all need each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We all need people at times. But just with she seen our relationship grow and develop and everything like that. And she was actually asked me like, Brian, do you guys still use Monday? I'm like, yeah, that's all Corbett. You know, I said, that's Corbett <laughs> stuff though, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. but I, I, and I, and I told her in reverse, I said, man, we needed each other. You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, man, I said, I told her, I was like, man, I, I trust Corbin more than I trust a lot of people who I didn't know in a lifetime. I said, man, it's just, you know, God put us in, in that, in that predicament to grow. That's and we literally were just at like the same starting point and was like man we got to take off together and make it happen bro That's so i just true. say that to kind of start the show man and let y'all know man it's everything is possible and you need a team like i said bro i got you in my corner in regards to friendship and business and beyond man with goals and then obviously my wife man in my corner so it's you know what i'm saying those type you you only need a couple man you'd rather be with a few lions than a hundred sheep you know, so I definitely got yeah, those in my life. True. So, um, but yeah, life is good, man. But yeah, like I said, you just kind of feel good to be back on here, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it does. 
Yeah, that's funny you say that because um, I definitely know what you mean. There's, I'm like, I tend to have a lot of people, you know, I have a lot of acquaintances. I hate saying that sometimes because it, it almost sounds like. It sounds offensive, but it's it really not. It sounds offensive, yeah. But like people, I, I just, I guess I tend to be, and I, I know you're probably the same way. Just like, it's just a personality thing. I think people, I guess I could be welcoming maybe is like the word, whatever. People just, you know, people tend to no. see our face and just be like, this looks like somebody I could talk to. You no. know what I mean? No. So like, we just tend to attract <laughs> It's a, lot a gift for the curse. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It really is. It is. But it brings all sorts of people around and, I, you know. Uh, I've had, I've had, you know, different experiences and things happen over my life. I was just, I don't even remember why I was thinking about this a week or two ago, but like, I don't, I'm not the most trusting person. I'm really not overall the most trusting person. I like, I don't put a lot of faith in a lot of people. I don't trust a lot of people in, not in a way that like keeps me away from them or anything, but just, um, you know, because you're not ever really in too many situations where you would even have to trust somebody to too high of a mm -hmm. degree even you know even a good friend or something like that but like you gotta you kind of gotta recognize the people around you who you can really trust if Agreed. shit were to hit the fan you know what i'm saying and i've honestly thought about that before like if some shit really hit the like you're somebody i don't think i would ever i could actually trust with anything like yes, if sir. i had likewise you bro. know what i mean if likewise. i had a just an emergency type of situation or something like that. And I got nobody to call or something. I'd be like, you'd be one of the first on my list. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> Likewise, man. I don't, and, you know, some of that sometimes is not even like, I can't even explain that necessarily, but yeah. I guess we never really given each other a reason not to is a big part of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's always a possibility huh? for that, I guess, but I don't know. There's like a trust. And almost like an accountability factor that's kind of built into that. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I almost like, I guess we cut, we probably kind of got the kind of friendship that's like, we both look uh, up to each other and to each other for Agreed. certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you've done certain things that I've looked up to. Maybe I've done certain things, vice versa, like, you know, that yep. sort of thing. And so we just got like kind of a, just an interesting relationship like that, where yep. I don't have that with too many people. I, uh, I would say I could probably count the amount of people I trust to that degree in my life on less than both of my hands. You know what yes, I mean? Sir. Like, and a lot, and most of them are the guys here. You know what I mean? Like yep. <laughs> <laughs> most of them are the guys here too. Like I, I, I feel like the, these are people that I could pretty much trust with just about anything important. You know what I mean? Yep. You know? So it's a blessing for sure a blessing yeah. but yeah it's good to be it's good to be back in here though for sure and uh and looking forward to just see kind of where the podcast takes us you know we we, we were just talking before the show we changed it up a little bit kind of we talked about it a couple times but um you know i think it'd be interesting to see what uh just to kind of see where 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 it takes us you know what i mean Agreed. open it up a little bit Still, still try to keep the theme under the rug. Though. Yep. We can't Always. really stray away from that necessarily. Yep. You know what I mean? Under the rug. Yeah, yeah. we got to we gotta find a way to kind of work that back in, I think, yep. one way or another. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, yeah Agreed. I got some ideas. But for now, it's just about getting back in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay with that, man. Yeah, yeah. When you said earlier, bro, about that trust of face, um, faith factor, I think it's a little bit different um in the meanings but i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing mm. i think that's an easier thing maybe for a man to do than a woman 
just scientifically, you know what I'm saying? Naturally, you know what I'm saying? Because they may more so put their trust. Cause you typically see the woman downfall is being too, she cares too much. That's yeah. typically a woman downfall. Yeah. A man downfall. He always want to be dominant. He's bullheaded. Yeah. He's so aggressive. That's like you, you, and even though, and those also can be our strengths at the same time. But once again, too much of anything is bad for you, That's right? right. That's right? So when you care too much or when you too strong, yeah. sometimes you got to fall back as a man. Be like, you know what? Nah, this ain't <laughs> this, you know, and you have to think. Yeah. Cause if not, you then you start to think with your heart, and then that's where the ego come in, and then the situations don't end up well. And the same thing for a woman yep. in regards to her loving and trusting people naturally, because that's a natural woman instinct. Yeah. Um. So saying that, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, we um. Yeah. Because you don't distrust people, you just accept them for who they are and allow them to play out for who. They, for, for them, for them, right. true, um, true to self. So there's nothing necessarily bad with that no. at all. So, no. um, yeah, I feel like you got to earn trust. I guess oh. you know what I mean. That's kind of that's kind of a thing. But then also sometimes you kind of just trust people. It's a it's kind of a strange thing. I don't know. I do, it does kind of seem like almost like like maybe like I don't want to say men have an instinct. It's not like that we have something. I guess we just. Maybe that's just how we function. You know what I mean? Like, cause we gotta get, we gotta get past that to move on. You know, yep. you just gotta make a decision. Like, do I trust this person right now? Yep. Is that that's good enough? You know yep. what I mean? And then we'll kind of figure it out. <laughs> but people have patterns. You know yep. what I mean? I think, I think that's one thing. I think men just make a lot of decisions based on the patterns they see. Agree. See an individual, you know, do certain things a certain amount of times a certain way so many times you're just going to process that as it just is what it is. We don't yeah. really think too much about it. I think we just kind of observe those patterns, yeah. make a judgment and then just move on and, and just kind of act accordingly. You know Agreed. what I mean? Kind of like when you got a kind of, kind of person that you wouldn't trust necessarily. Like, so a lot, sometimes you can't even put that into words, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and there's different, like different levels of that too. Like sometimes you just meet the kind of person you wouldn't trust. Like, in a room alone with a woman you cared about. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. <laughs> you might not have a good reason for it. Yep. It's all maybe just like nonverbals or yep. or just a pattern of something. Yep. You know what I mean? That you just you're kind of just like on guard. Yep. It's just a trust thing. Like yep. sometimes and it's just kind of instinct. And sometimes uh I've had in my life where that I've been too trusting and then yep. you, you can get you can definitely get burned. Yep. So I think you do that enough, you have that happen enough and you kinda like you you don't need to like sh like push people away, but when they come, you, they got to earn a little bit of trust. Generally, yeah. especially as we get older, you know what I mean. Don't just inherently trust people and take them at face value because we can all be little salesmen and saleswomen. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Everybody's got an agenda, even the best of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agree, man. Everybody's got an agenda. Well, yeah. I think that agenda though. It's all based on your, your character, your values, your ethics, um, because there's good agendas and there's bad agendas, right? Yeah. Those are the yeah, difference. That's very true. Cause everybody has intentions and I think the best asset anybody can have is being intentional. Yeah. Being intentional, what you say, how you say it, who you're with, what you're taking in, yep. what you're, what you're putting out who you're praying to, where's your faith? Who, who, who are the ones you trust when you're intentional? 
Less bullshit happens. That's for sure. When you're intentional, yeah. less bullshit happens. Because you're so intentional, you're in a zone. Can't too much shit get to you. And the things that are and the things that are are the things that life are naturally are are just gonna happen. And if you're intentional and in, in, in believing somebody and, and, and having faith, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. But if you're unintentional and you let life take over what you think, what you believe in, what you really want to do, and you just kind of fall in the line. Yeah. That's where the bullshit happens. It's just chaos. Um, just and chaos. I, I think that was one of the main traits that brought us together. Yeah, we were two intentional young two men intentional. that 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 had agendas. <laughs> yeah, and it's happened that yeah, our agendas yeah. literally fall, fell right into place, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's true. that's true. It definitely aligned, bro. Yeah. Peer peer energy, bro. Yeah, peer energy brought us together. Yeah, because it's it's it, it, it's crazy how something like that can happen, bro. But um, I think that was the main key to it. Um, so we can share any tip out there with any entrepreneur or day to day person. Be intentional, no whether if you work on your nine to five, whether if you work in two jobs, whether if you're a multi be intentional. Yeah. And life going to work itself out after that. But it's the un. So maybe those are the two different type of people in this world. Yeah. They say good and bad or this and that. Yeah. No, intentional it's, or... it's intentional and unintentional. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah. them facts you know, right there, man. Yeah. Cause I was, as you're saying that I'm thinking like, I don't know that there's really any, any in between like you either are or you aren't. And in my experience, anybody that I've ever known or myself included, if I try to do something or I say, I'm going to do something and I don't treat it with intent, I don't, I'm not intentional about it. It goes nowhere. It just falls completely flat. There's no like being half intentional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you commit to something serious, you got to treat it with intent. Maybe, yeah. maybe small little like marginal goals or something. But if you're talking like life goals, you're talking about real improvements. Like I want to, you know, I want my business to earn this much. I want to lose this much yeah. weight. I want to yeah. make this much money, like whatever it is, if it's a, if it's a big enough goal and you don't, you're pretty much not all in on it you'll get nowhere with it or it'll take a, a eternity for you to get anywhere with it you know what i mean like can you imagine having the progress that we've made over the past what it's been going on it'd be four years almost or three uh i mean really what well, three cons i would say three consistently yeah that's probably about right um that's probably about but remember, I was, and I don't mean it though, no shade. No. I guess I don't know. I shouldn't say the names or whatever. But it was through a di- yeah, through different yeah, companies, rather if it yeah, was like photography yeah. or video. Right. But yeah, there was some. That energy brought us right back around. Three, three and yeah. a half, maybe we we'll yeah. call it like three and a half. But can you imagine that three and a half years taking ten? Like that's all the farther you got over the course of ten years. You know what I mean? That doesn't feel right. That. <laughs> That don't feel right, bro. 10 years a long ass time, man. 10 years ago, I would have been 21, dog. <laughs> like, can, you Can you do something for me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it feels crazy that we've even been doing this for three, three and a half years, that we've made it this far with so many different things, that there's been so many, so many things that have happened over the course of that three years, uh-huh. uh, both from the business and a personal perspective, like it feels like 10 years, 
if you imagine that actually even even honestly like five or six you kind of be like uh, i don't know how happy i am with the progress you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you know what i mean like oh man first, that's kind of how it is when you start the business it's like well, I'm going to replace my income from working a job, which is mm-hmm. at first is amazing. But then even after a year of that, you know, you start doing your taxes, you start looking at like what it's going to take to buy a house or what it's going to just to even have any real credit. You're like, shit, I got to make four times yeah, as much money. Like, <laughs> I can't even double or triple. I got to make four or five times as much money. Like I got to double down that, yeah. that, that kind of like honeymoon phase of that shit wears off. <laughs> <laughs> you know so i mean oh, every, everything seems right though man and that i think all of that's by being intentional and and we've probably gone through um like phases or seasons and there's probably like there's probably a degree to where we could have put our head down even more both individually or together or whatever i mean i don't know but you got to have some sort of some sort of limit and some sort of balance especially if you got a relationship or you got kids you oh. know there's everybody has different degrees of that but ultimately i mean we've definitely worked on everything we've done to get to this point and it feels mm-hmm. like the right amount of time i just can't imagine that taking like six years uh-huh. you know what I mean? uh-huh. <laughs> like shit <laughs> this isn't a damn marathon this is yeah. a slug race yeah yeah that <laughs> man that'd just be that'd be crazy man so it just seems like everything everything's falling in the right place at the right time so far so far I was talk. I was telling a realtor the other day. Um, she was like, "Brian, are you staying busy?" And I was just explaining to her our business is the busiest, you know, the most profitable we've been since in the four years. And I was like, "Man, I was compl- not necessarily complaining, but I had told Mona, I'm like, man, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm like literally tired, and not a bad tire, but I'm just I'm tired. I'm up and about. Yeah. yeah. Um." And I had to tell the realtor, I'm like, man, I remember I used to pray and stare at my phone, wishing my phone ringed and getting emails and notifications and phone calls and texts. It's man, I I used to pray for things like that, bro. So those type of things humble me. So even those type of statements are leaving my, my, my thoughts are leave, you know, or at least going to leave at least what I speak into, um, and eventually my thought process in regards to, you know, statements like that. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you always got to remember back, like you said, where we were not too long ago, bro. <laughs> and there's, there's been huge leaps and there've been consistency. So yeah. that's the blessings of it, man. Um, and actually, man, I know tomorrow and this is, you know, a little, I guess this is a little business talk, but, um, I'm super excited to share some things just like networking wise mm. with you and Savannah tomorrow, you know, for our, for our monthly meeting. And, um, it, it's some good things taking place, bro. So hopefully all the, a lot of exposure is going to take place over the next couple months. Um, cause even right now, a lot of people who's referring us are new realtors who right. trying us out for the first, maybe second time. You know, or those realtors or, or home buyers that just basing everything off of our reviews. Yeah. So those are the those are the relationships that you have to hit on because and I'm not saying you disregard any of the relationships that you have. You keep those strong because you right. know, don't burn no bridges. No. But now these are the bridges you also have to continue building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um 
It's a lot of good things, bro. Like I said, I think like you said, I, the energy is right. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy is is is, is like, it keeps the people. Would you say it keeps, it keeps the, the people, people going? going yeah. You know. So, yeah. um, yeah. but yeah, man, it's 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 a blessing, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's amazing that um, I don't know. Just it just it kind of feels different too. This year. it's so funny that like it really. I remember looking at the calendar. I don't I don't think it really would have been too much last year. I don't really know. It honestly sometimes the last three, three and a half years seem like a goddamn blur. <laughs> Seasons blend together, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't know. It's been such a it's been um almost it's it's just a blessing because I feel like for the most part, that's cause even all things considered, everything been going so damn well. You know what I mean? Like it was a crazy, crazy uh set of years to even try to be launching off a business you know i mean really with COVID and all that yeah shit. there wasn't really too oh, long after we, we got rolling that that happened and like honestly that didn't really affect us all that much i mean for a short time or whatever like it affected everything but like um i don't know man it's just it's just crazy we've been definitely so blessed and i don't even want to say lucky there's probably a degree of luck but I mean, we definitely put the work in but just keeping laser focused, staying intentional, man. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, man, it's, it, like you said, man, it, it has, bro. Um, we got to appreciate every step of the journey during the way. I think that's, those are where your true values and everything like that come into place um, as, as an individual, as somebody who want to continue to motivate and inspire others. And I think that's something that we honestly also done. Yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily know who, yeah, but I, right. I I definitely feel like we inspired others um, yeah. along the way and everything like that, man. No ifs and buts about yeah. it. But yeah, um, have and then once again, this is a little off script. Who music wise? Who are you listening to right now? And the reason yeah. I ask you that, um, there's a guy from California that super dope. He's from the Bay Area. His name is La Russell. Okay. Um, and he's super dope. He has a lot of music. Uh, when I say lots, I mean like over hundreds of songs. Wow. Um, he's kind of like, he puts, he probably, and I have to say this very lightly, he may have as much music as Drake does. Wow. Yeah. And he's only been out for a couple of years. Wow. Because he puts out EPs yep. or singles yep. every week, every other week. You know what I'm saying? Those type of deals. And he right. managed everything somewhat very similar to us, but obviously yeah. he's on a you know way bigger scale and everything right. like that. But um, he was somebody I wasn't obviously personally um, introduced to, but I think I, he was actually on a breakfast club and I heard him yeah. freestyle and then I downloaded some music and then said, I followed him on Instagram. Then I started down a little more music. I'm like, this dude is pretty dope. And I think he's very intentional of who he is. And he's aware of who he is. And I think he's dominating what he's doing right now. But um, there's another rapper. I have to look, check my phone and see as well. I think he may be from Cali. He kind of got like that Snoop Dogg mm. beat vibe. You know, it's like kind of riding the, in the low rider type of deal. Got to, you know, what I'm yeah. saying that that California feel. He kind of yeah. talked a lot about becoming a better person about knowing about businesses, taxes, what to, you know, what to focus, what to put, you know, where your money at and all of those type of things. So, 
Um, I had to check my phone to check him out too. But yeah, man, I, I was just curious if you had anybody necessarily necessarily um, that you were listening man, to right now. For the most part, uh, the past men. I would say it seems like it's been probably a month or so ago. You do you know who Skrillex is? I haven't you listened to Skrillex. You probably heard some Skrillex songs before. You probably just couldn't. You just probably just couldn't think of it off the top of your head. Skrillex hard to describe because, like, back in uh, he's been around for a while. I want to say his first releases would have come out around 2009. <clears throat> um, I guess I would, I mean, you would definitely, like, he's under the umbrella of, like, electronic music, I would say, ultimately, and quite a variety, like, all, all sorts of different electronic music and stuff, but um, he's been making music for a long time. His first stuff that came out was kind of like, I guess, if I was going to genre it, I would say it was just kind of that dubstep, you know, electronic, that kind of screechy, excited, you know, kind of fast-paced music, and it was pretty consistent, like, his sound was pretty consistent. I don't really know what his story is. I don't really know if anybody does to some degree, but like somehow, like he came from a metal band. Okay. Um, and then, and he was a vocalist, I think, for a metal band. And then was one of these guys that went off to make this electronic music by himself. Like he got, you know, I think because he was in the music business, music industry, he got hooked up with some different people or whatever. Um, this happens sometimes, especially like in the rock genre. Some of these guys go off and do like electronic stuff. So he might have met some people. I don't really know his whole story, but he started producing himself, released some albums under that. It was really unique, good stuff, and, and it was always really impressive. But somehow then he got linked up with, uh, like, producing for, uh, like, pop artists, I think, and stuff like that. So he had some really big ones with, like, Justin Bieber even that were um, that were pretty big hits. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty cool. And they were good songs, honestly. I, I like them. Um, so I think he spent, like, the last, I would say... 10 to 15 years doing his own productions but i think really a lot of times working with um pop artists a different all sorts of different artists like justin okay. bieber stuff like just getting in all sorts of things and so finally like a month ago or so he finally put out not only did he put out one album which was the first in like 10 years so it was people were waiting for it you know yeah. uh, he put out this album and then a few days later, he played a show somewhere, I think, like, in New York. I think Madison Square Gardens or something. He was playing a show and then announced at that show live that he had just dropped a second album just two or three days after he'd had the other one. And they're totally different sounds. Like, one of them is really kind of dark, darker and heavier, sort of. It's electronic music, so kind of, you know, some dance music or some heavier, kind of some yeah. headbanging music. But then the other album is, like, Pretty much a pop album, like you know. It, I mean, uh, Kid Cudi's on it actually. Okay. Got a track I like with Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi. I like Got a Kid track Cudi. with Justin Bieber on it. Like, there's some, there's some kind of. It's, it's kind of like hip, uh, hip hop, pop, different. It's, it's a phenomenal album. It's one of the best. Like, um, I, I'm, I mean, uh, me and a friend of mine must listen to it hundreds of times. Like, it's just, it's only like a half hour, and it just loops back so great. Like, just to listen to it again and again and again and again. So that that has been like that consumed me the last like month or two. That was really exciting. This has been a actually a pretty good year for music. I'm trying to think of what else has come out so far this year, but oh. 2023 so far has shaped up to have been a pretty good year for music for me. Agreed. I'm trying to think of what else has been on my playlist lately. I, I listen to a lot of that like electronic music and stuff like that. But you know, I uh, 
like for the last couple of years, my uh, Spotify tells me Drake on top, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like by a yeah. magnitude, like huge. <laughs> you got the Drake and the Twenty One album Man. that dropped. Um, was that was that? Uh, I think that was like late last year. That was late last year. I think so. Okay. I think that, okay. You know, I remember because uh, I was on that company trip um, in on the beginning of November. And I remember sitting in the hotel room going through Spotify. I'm like, what the hell is this? That's the one that's one thing I love about Drake. You don't ever know his albums are coming. Nope. They, they just, just drop. drop. And it's almost like every year. And it's amazing because this the the numbers that he puts up are just absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. I think he might be I think he might be the highest streamed on at least Spotify. Like just in general. It's, I can believe that. There. I, I know Kanye's been up there, but I think Drake might have might have took that over but it's just a, it's like he has a new album like every year bro so it's it's really not surprising i've had a couple electronic you know artists put out albums that i like this year but i don't think it's been anything too mainstream really that i can think of drake has that. had bangers yeah. since if you listen to him before like best i ever had came yeah. out i like that drake as well i do too it's like, different. Um, it's the good. Com, you ever heard the calm by Drake? Yeah. yeah. I, um, and then, but after that, so that was back in what? Oh, eight, oh, nine. I think so, yeah, I think so. he's been making beyond his, his albums. You were pretty much safe from a majority of them. You can listen to him from all the way through. I really couldn't. There's not one I can think <laughs> of that. I wouldn't, to be honest with you there for a little, every now and then it's the, um, it got fourteen twenty two on it. Um, um, more life, more life, more life. I think more yeah. life got a few hits, but I couldn't necessarily listen all the way through it. it. That's probably the only one. Other than that, one through, and then he always give you seventeen and twenty one yeah, songs. So he's bad. putting you a full old school project. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most of them these days are like 13, yeah. 14 songs. Yeah, I'd but, be very curious. I always think I'd be very curious to know like what the Drake album process is like, because I'm sure he obviously without it, he wouldn't obviously exist, but like, I think he's got to have 50 people involved in yep. these albums, bro. I mean, you look at the production credits and there's multiple producers on every single track. I mean, yep. they, those tracks bounce around all sorts of people. And some people look at that a weird way. Like I've heard, I've heard people criticize that. And I think you guys are out of your fucking minds. You're talking about, three to five of the the most the hottest producers normally the best producers like they're usually huge names like that's a work of art the fact that five people are you kidding me it's hard <laughs> to work together like that yeah so. the, but they must have something down to where they got just a just an amazing system i would love to know what that involved like how many songs do you think get thrown out you know what i mean like this is these are all songs that actually make the albums but how many different beats do they go through how many different tracks do they just yeah. get halfway through and they're like i'm not feeling it throw it out you know what i mean because like it'd be it would be too i don't i wouldn't believe for a second that every song that they put on an album was just like record push record push record it just doesn't work that way Agreed. although i've heard jay-z kind of works that way like i've heard a lot of people say jay-z just like i've seen different interviews and different stuff where jay-z Jay-Z just comes in, lays it down, and gets out. Like, Oh, wow. <laughs> that's what I've heard, you know? And from all the way back from when... I mean, if you kind of look at... um, There was some of the footage with him and Kanye in Kanye's documentary on Netflix. The uh, What was that one called? The 
genius or whatever uh-huh. uh, you know what i mean whatever uh his documentary on netflix they they went into some of that and it kind of did seem that way like uh kanye was i mean kanye produced i think a majority of the black album and uh, a wow. large part of the blueprint i think like kanye kanye was a big producer credit on on some of jay-z's work but there's footage of them just working in the studio jay-z's just chilling he's just chill. he'll provide some feedback here and there but he's pretty much chilling just knocking to the beats and then people just say he just kind of comes up with something right there goes in and lays it down that's like, some tupac shit right there. that's a legend yeah <laughs> jay-z's a legend i heard rick rubin talk the guy that wrote this book rick rubin talked about that too how I think I think I think Rick Rubin said he did 99 problems in no more than three takes. Like he just came up with it, and that was that was it. Like they came up with it in that in that studio session, laid it down, rolled it out, which is just incredible. Because you think about a song that big, you almost feel like it had to take an eternity. Or 99 times. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have you you because sometimes I mean I think sometimes uh, music does work that way where artists will sit on a they'll start something and. You hear that sometimes and not put it out for years, you know, yep. just kind of chipping away at it. Maybe there's like something there that they like it. So they keep it, but it's not, it's not filling out. Like something's just not, it's not there. You know what I mean? Yep. But Rick Rubin say, I think with 99 problems, they just pretty much laid it out. Boop, boop, wow. boop, done, you know, right there. And then that's, I mean, that's a historical, like that's an iconic song. That's not just a hit song. That's a like almost a religious hit song. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> beyond mainstream you know what i mean uh an anthem of sorts like that's incredible but i would kill to know like what the drake process is like bro because it amazes me just just how how every album comes together like that and i didn't even used to be like the biggest fan i was always a fan but i never really got into it and for Uh some reason the views album Uh at some point Uh i remember giving that a listen and just thinking damn like i've been missing out not listening to this more (laughs) views is hard bro views that's still i think my favorite i still think that's my favorite something about it because i can't even remember what song he said but he said um it must have been one after i can't remember what song he says i was an angry youth while i was writing views it kind of comes through you know what i mean like he was darker it's a little like views is a little darker even just from the whole from the album covers a little yeah. darker you know what i mean the beats are a little darker the message is a little darker yeah. but the whole album just flows and i could just listen i think that's why drake is my top for the last two years because sometimes if i don't know what i want to listen to it's views i'll just <laughs> throw views out right from the top <laughs> Agreed. But by the time i'm done i'll know what else to listen to but i'll just let that roll through the whole way man because it's, it's an experience every time i love that album now i definitely think Drake has to be like the Michael Jackson in hip hop, pretty much. Um, Drake is definitely in my top five. He's up there, yeah. If I guess my top five would be Drake. I love Tupac. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, man. That's hard, man. I'm a, I'm a big Kanye fan. I do love Kanye West. I Who do I have on my? Set his character aside, and I, it is what it is. I love Kanye. I grew up on Young Jeezy. I grew up on oh, the Yala Young Jeezy music. Plenty of that. That was so, high school music. Man, so I, yeah. I might, I honestly may have to throw Jeezy in there. Jeezy's consistent. Um, he was consistent. I like Ti as well. Yeah, that shit was good. And I think Lil Wayne is yeah, probably in everybody's top five. Those were the days. 
I like Hove, but Hove was kind of old, older for me. If you got, and I like Biggie yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I was to throw my top five to it, like these are my favorite. Like I can go to their concerts and beyond enjoy myself because I know everything they about to play. Those would probably be my five. Um, Little Wayne now is not obviously the Little Wayne he used to be yeah. because it was for a minute. Little Wayne was pretty much on every song, every feature. That's true. And that was for like a three to four year stretch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then true. all of the Carters came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't necessarily the fan of the four and a five, but I think Carter I three think is, right. I, I love Carter three. I thought yeah. that was legendary. That was the peak. Um, but yeah, um, that that would probably be my top five, man. You you got that's one or me, that's taking me back to high school. That's taking, <laughs> that's taking me back to high school, big time. I just have to say Drake is up there. Late, I have to say Kanye's up there. I Kanye? love Kanye. Yeah, I love Kanye. I might have to put Jay Z up there because I definitely listen to Jay Z for a long, long time. Uh, very, very often. It's been a while. I kind of a friend of mine actually sent me a screenshot in a little group chat the other day. He was showing everybody he was listening to some Jay-Z. I thought, man, that... I'd have to... I might have to put Kendrick up there because he definitely, those... Especially... I, I did end up liking his newest album. I pretty much like all of them except for his Butterfly album. I didn't care for that one Which too one much. It's called to, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. I didn't care okay. for it. It was... It was, um, it was just different. A lot of people really liked it. It was just different, but... His um like section eighty um what's the other good kid Mad City, um damn wasn't bad the newest one ended oh, up damn. being real good yeah damn was pretty pretty fire, um Kendrick's that's the thing I like about a lot of these people is their consistency you know what I mean, um there's like obviously it's easy because of their voice but like they, there's just a certain consistency through their music that you kind of you know what i mean that you could kind of hear a song and be like oh i know what this is about to be you know what i mean um i used to listen to did you ever did you ever listen to wale you know who wale is i like you know what i like wale yeah i don't know on the over an abundance of his songs yeah, but yeah. the music i have on my phone wale i think fits every vibe there is in a room whether yeah. if it's romantic that's whether true. if you chilling that's true. whether yeah. if it's a party i think wale is 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 a generalist um i probably Big would have time. to throw j cole in there too oh yeah that's true i like j cole i i, I, I don't once again i don't know all of his music yeah, no. but everything i know is fire it's fire um, <laughs> you know Pretty much. um yeah yeah. But yeah, man, yeah, Wale is smooth, bro. I like, yeah. I like Wale. I do too. I Meek, used to I listen Meek to him Mill. back. Yeah, yep, yep. Some people put Meek in a five. I think Meek is tough, but he took the L against Drake, so you know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I had to take Drake all day. I'm sorry, Meek. <laughs> if I could only have one, I'm for oh, sure taking Drake, oh, man. Three. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's for anybody, bro. Like, I hate to say, I'm yeah. talking about the streeters of the streets, yeah. dog. I think you may take Drake, bro, yeah. because yeah. he, you know, so yeah. yeah, yeah, it's hard to just pick five, man. I don't really, I, it's hard to just pick five. I know for sure Drake and Kanye will be up there. It's hard to pick. Would Snoop be in your five? I would, I love Snoop, but I don't necessarily know that I ever was like addicted to Snoop. You know what I mean? You know, I don't really know much other than some of the more popular. I like Tyler, the creator a lot. He's definitely changed a lot over the years, but he's, he's definitely an interesting 
interesting. He's very unique, sure. super unique. And uh, I kind of went through. I like I like some of the ASAP guys too, like ASAP Rocky, okay. ASAP Ferg. Okay. That, okay. that stuff is. Okay. That definitely that stuff that, that stuff definitely scratches an itch sometimes. Yeah. And I like yeah. I like how those guys are even consistent with each other. Yeah. Like you could hear uh you could hear a song and not necessarily know which ASAP it was. Like yeah. the ASAP Ferg, <laughs> but you know it's the ASAP <laughs> song. They do that like, you know, like the oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like twenty twenty one. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. I love I I do like some of that stuff. For sure. I like Ross. Um, yeah. I was a big Wiz Khalifa fan at a point. Yeah. I liked a lot of Wiz yeah. music when he yeah. first came out. I think Mesmerized might be one of my favorite songs. That's fair. If I, you know, if I'm, if I'm blowing something, man, if I'm yeah. on riding or something. Yeah. I Mesmerized might be on that, on that playlist, man. If I'm chilling on the beach or something for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that, that's a good one, man. Um, you know what I watched lately? I've been so I finally watched the plane. Um, I don't know either the actors in it. I don't know their names, but I know who they are. Um, it's an action film movie, and pretty much this pilot, the the, the plane gets struck by lightning. Are you looking up the actors? Like, you yeah, got the names? Yeah, yeah. I I kind of feel like I recognize them, but I can't, I couldn't name them either. It's uh Ger Gerard Butler. Yeah. Mike Coulter. Those two, bro. Yep, yep. They're the two main main characters. It looks like. So that was that was a crazy movie. Um, oh, damn. Uh, what's this? What's this guy's? Uh, what's uh, Mike Coulter? The oh my god, he's he's jacked. Yeah, he's huge, bro. <laughs> he's huge in that movie. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> he's jacked. I just uh, this just popped up. <laughs> like he looks like the Terminator. Oh my god, yeah. Man is, that man is Jake. Look, he's making this guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. He So every movie, well, the past few movies I've seen him play in, he's kind of been more of an intimidating character. Yeah. Um, but he, man, he's he's a beast in that movie, man. Um, I watch, so have you ever seen Sanford and Son? It's a Red Fox show. Uh-uh. Bro, this show is probably 60s, 70s. Maybe early '80s. So Red Fox is like he was back in the day with he like Eddie Murphy grew up to Red Fox. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. Richard Pryor type yeah. of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up, I never really I already seen Red Fox play at my grandmother's house, yeah. but I never really knew the understanding of it. I'm older. I was watching the other day. Monique was laughing at me. She said, "Brian, you so old." I was cracking the hell up at Red Fox. I'm like, man, the shit that he's saying, bro, it's a, it's literally about a dad and a son living together, yeah, and he's just he's a, this shit is crazy. So those type of shows, the ones that it kind of inspired Fresh Prince, yeah, Martin, yeah, you know those yeah. type of shows. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. the funniest shit I've seen lately was probably Marlon Wayne's stand up. I seen Chris Rock's. Oh, okay. yep. I thought Marlon Wayne's was funnier than Chris Rock because Marlon Wayne entire show is about to slap. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 25 minutes is about Will Smith. Yeah. 25 is about Jada and about the other 25 is about Chris. Damn. He talks about all of their relationships and how they all entangled together. And he felt like karma just all happened at night because of all of the shit that they did to him. Actually. 
So and he he bring so he tells the story of how he knows each one of them, and at the end, how that camera came back. <laughs> but he ends it with Chris Rock. The, the the funniest one is probably Chris Rock. I yeah. think he does Will, Jada, then Chris. I think it gets funny, funnier and fun because then he talks about his crush that he had on Jada Pickett. <laughs> But then, you know, Will is just like, man, this is the dude that took Jada away from me. Now your career, you know, is shambles, you know. But then he also talks about, because obviously when you think about the Waynes, it's so many fucking up. It's so many Waynes, right? He yeah. said, obviously, he said, man, if somebody would have slapped me on the stage, said, my whole family would have came out on that. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, and all of that, man. Um but yeah, man, so, you know, I'm thinking about it now, man. I, I'm pretty sure you used to watch In Living Color growing up. I don't know if you did like the See, funny yeah. skits. That shit used to be yep. funny. Yep. Um, and Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. I used to, I couldn't <laughs> wait when I was a kid to watch that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you you got any shows or anything like that you, you've been on lately? or? Back. Um, oh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I'm, I've always been a big South Park fan. South Park just had a new season, man. You kill Kenny. I, I love South Park. That's, they're still coming out with new seasons. You know how? Do you know how crazy? Um, get this, man. I think it was last year. There's two guys that basically make the show. Um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I okay. think are their names. Two guys. They've been doing it all this time. They're on season. I want either 25 or 26. They got a deal last year, I believe, from, I don't know if it's Viacom. I don't know who exactly the deal is between, but basically, they've always been under Comedy Central, right? Comedy yeah. Central is owned by Viacom, which owns a lot of different other TV stations. So they've always primarily had a relationship with Viacom. Um, it came out not too long ago. They have always, apparently, they reached a deal. With, uh, this has always been the case, apparently, with Viacom. They take 50% of everything. Everything. Anything with a South Park name on it, those two guys get 50%. That is not a common deal when it comes to that sort of thing. They would be normally probably lucky to get 10 20%. You know what I mean? Because the network, the distributor, takes all that money a lot of times. It just is what it is. You know, There's a lot of money involved in that, so... And whatever it is, what it is. But they take, first of all, they take 50% of anything South Park. That's, That's anything that gets sold in a goddamn Spencer's gift store, sold online, anything South Park, 50%. And they've been taking that for all this time, the South Parks. Yeah. But now, they signed a deal last year, I think it was, or the year before, for $900 million to extend, I think, four or five seasons and a few hour-long specials that they did on Paramount, which I think is the streaming service is probably under the same umbrella as Viacom. You know what I mean? So they're trying to get the... Yeah, and and then they also got a deal with HBO. They also air the episodes of South Park on HBO. Those guys are fucking billionaires, bro. <laughs> off of South Park. They There's, do, like, all of the voices and all that shit themselves? All, they got a team that helps with all the, okay. the show and everything, but I'm pretty sure they are all the voices and all the writing, pretty much, is those guys. And that's how much money they're making. And they're so funny. There's one episode... It might be in two episodes, but there's one episode where... Somewhere in the middle of where they're at now, like season 12 or something, where uh, 
apparently because you know the it takes place in like denver colorado basically or south park but like it's you know what i mean it's based on a colorado town um there's a place apparently in i think denver or something like that called uh casa bonita and it's like a restaurant there's this whole episode where like cartman gets gets all uh <laughs> he like buys it or and like turns it into his own you know how cartman is <laughs> he just, he's on some crazy shit so there's this 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 whole episode, bro. They bought that restaurant. They ended up after they signed this nine hundred million dollar deal. They went and bought that restaurant so that they could rehabilitate it. <laughs> they just got stupid money from this show. They just they I bought mean, the restaurant. They bought the restaurant. And into the restaurant that they had on the damn show. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Just because they could. And it was funny because I read some articles there talking about how they kind of regretted it because it turned out to be a shithole. <laughs> they were spending way more money than they anticipated trying to rehab the place, but apparently they got it. You know what oh. I mean? But yeah, that, that show has always killed me, man. I, I look forward to South Park every time it comes out. I, I've always, I've pretty much, uh, my, my, my Hallmark shows have always been, uh, like I love The Office. I ended up liking Parks and Rec a lot. That's a re- that was a really good uh, series. One I w- I started, but I always I kind of keep seeing and I want to finish is Community. Have you ever seen that? I never. Donald seen Glover's in that. I think Chevy Chase is in it okay. for a few seasons. It's kind of a goofy show, but uh, I w- I- I've wanted to finish that one. But I kind of I've watched a lot of those more popular ones, but I don't get too into like I don't watch too many movies or. Uh, tv shows these days to be honest with you i'm trying to think of what the last one i do like uh the mandalorian that's okay. that that star wars show i try to, i try to catch some of those that's kind of funny i haven't those... seen star wars in a long time no i, I don't know why it's kind of funny because like if you ever talk to john about uh like movies john will pretty much only watch he's he he puts it as a if it couldn't happen in real life, like he's not going to watch it. So he'll only watch like documentaries and stuff like that. Like he will not watch. He's never watched like a superhero movie. None of that. Like, what about an action movie though? No. <laughs> action movies can be based on true stories. Right? Tell him that, man. He won't <laughs> so he won't watch anything. That's not pretty much a history of documentaries. <laughs> it has to be nonfiction. Yeah. And I, it's funny. Cause I'm almost the opposite. Like, I, if, I'm, if I'm gonna watch something, I want it to be Captain America. Like, take me so far away from reality. You know what I mean? Like, I'll watch a documentary or something here and there if it's interesting or something I'm interested in. But for the most part, I'm interested in like superhero shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, man. Maybe I'm just like it's like the child in me. But it get, it gets my attention for like an hour, hour and a half. You know whatever and then i'm like okay I'm gonna move. It's, maybe it's because i play too many video games or something <laughs> it's like watching one you know what i mean i don't know i just those oh, those get me going those get me hooked i can't help myself i can't help myself those are cool i uh, like the star wars stuff's been pretty good too it's um especially as it's gotten like newer i never understood the people that were like uh obsessed over all that like the old star wars i'm like oh. You know, they did that shit with like dioramas hanging on a string. I'm not interested in watching that. <laughs> you watch something from in the 70s. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the graphics they do now? Like, I want to watch that. I'm not interested in that old shit. <laughs> they act like the story's unique. It ain't unique. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, born as <laughs> it. Yeah. A million times, man. Just show me the new shit. <laughs> it looks way better. Can you imagine somebody sitting down and be like, 
oh man, you should really try and play this man 2002. Like, are you out of your man? That shit would be terrible, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna play it would for be five minutes, man. I got 23 at the house. Like, what are you talking about? No, man, that's 20 years old. Can you oh, imagine going man. back to like Sega Genesis, man? That's probably, oh, like, wow. what that's like, you wow. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I think the only older games I may go back to and play would be like a Vice City yeah, or a Grand yeah, Theft Auto. Yeah. Just because that shit is hilarious playing it over That's again. That's true. Um, it's funny that you said South Park because when, when I am just kind of strolling like on social media, I see a lot of their skits. Really? And the shit is hilarious. Yeah, every time. And what's the character name that you said earlier? Cartman. Carmen is the heavier set one that's always talking yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, he's the mischievous <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I can't think of the other kid's name that's in class. But then you know the other girl with the pink hat and the and the dark brown yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Wendy. Yeah. And she's Carmen's girlfriend for a second, right? Oh, there's a Heidi. Yeah, yeah. She plays his girlfriend. For a so bit. there's another kid. I can't. Th- What's all the character? The main characters. Main name? ones. You got Cartman. Kyle's got the got the uh, green hat yeah. in the orange vest. Stan's got the blue hat with the little red ball. Kenny's the the, Kenny's one that the orange jacket. Always gets you know? cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Butters is kind of a main one. Now he got the um, yeah, probably Butters. There's it was of, Butters. Yeah. <laughs> and Butters was talking to Kenny's girlfriend. He kept she kept saying bitch. He said he said bitch. He said what did I tell? He said. Bitch, I told you to get out there on that playground and make some. <laughs> and Carmen looks over to say, "You can't call my girlfriend a bitch." He said, "But yeah, that bitch will be good on the reset on the playground." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Oh man, I was cracking this shit up, man. They're uh, they're like progression from the beginning to like seasons twelve to eighteen or so. Like it's amazing to actually go back. Like I could. I, I wouldn't even be too interested in going back and watching the old South Parks. Like they're funny, but like when you watch some of the later seasons, it's it's incredible how quickly they put them together and how like they always walk this because they they've always, especially as the later seasons, like they get into some political shit. But yeah. the interesting thing is that they have this way of like walking that line right in the middle where they make you think that they agree with whatever it is that you think, but then flip it right over and make you think, Oh, son of a bitch. You know, like they just walk that line and go back and forth to like, yep. they're, they're not really on anybody's side. They're just yep. going to poke at everybody. You know what I mean? And then pretty much just end it. And you're going to be like, Oh damn. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we all feel like idiots, you know, and they just, they just got this style about them. It just absolutely kills me. Like they stay up on, on current events just enough. You know yep. what I mean? To just like, to rip it at the time and then get in and get out. <laughs> it's only a half hour. Boom, boom. <laughs> They're so clever oh, with man. it, man. They're so clever. It is crazy to even think about two guys doing all them voices. That that stuff always kills me, man. Years of doing that. Years and years and years and years and years. It's incredible. And uh, Stan's dad, like Randy, became a big character over after. Yep. He, he was always there, but like for some reason like around halfway through the, you know, like maybe 10 seasons ago, it's like those guys just realized how goddamn funny they could make Randy. And now he's just like this main, he's basically a main character. You know what I mean? Like he's always up to some crazy shit and they just know how damn funny it is. <laughs> it's like, they just find pockets oh, to put these people in. Yeah. And it's like, 
it's so and then they start to give them these little personalities and it's just you can like identify you're like everybody knows a randy you know yep. what i mean everybody yep. knows a cartman everybody knows like, everybody knows a butters <laughs> shit it's hilarious oh uh, but hey the only two shows i would say that's very similar to that that, that i grew up watching was probably boondocks i thought boondocks was oh, funny yeah. as shit yeah and family guy yeah 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 um family guy had it. man listen brian and 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 what's the baby stewie. name stewie <laughs> and then quagmire <laughs> quagmire might have been there. oh man that that may be like the best character ever in like a show i thought quagmire was just like stupid and funny, funny and he shit like funny. that but no man shout out to south park that shit has been on since forever, yeah man. For, forever man yeah. Forever, man. You, uh, you know, I think we talked about it once. You never watched King of the Hill, really, did you? I, I used to see King of the Hill. Bit. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was trying to be Family Guy, but I like Family Guy much more I than King of the yeah. Hill. Yeah. King of the Hill was like a cartoon of Roseanne to me. <laughs> I like, I, I like Roseanne's show. Yeah, yeah. But if I was to not to top my name shows, yeah. it would not be in my top. But I, I thought Roseanne and um, I can't remember the husband. I thought the shit was pretty funny. Yeah, it's yeah. like the George Lopez show. I thought it was funny, but yeah. it was not one of my top shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind but, of more of a background, like you yeah, can have it on. You'll be okay. It's a, it's a good substitute. This yeah, is a B. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a four now. star. I'm cool yeah, with that. Yeah, you know. One, uh, I think I remember now. I forgot when you were first when you first brought it up. I couldn't think of. You made me think of a show because you were talking. What was the show you were first talking about? You say watching it older. You kind of you were laughing. Sign from the sun. Yeah, yeah. That for me has become Seinfeld. Okay. When I Seinfeld? watch Seinfeld yep. now, I, it kills me, dude. <laughs> Seinfeld absolutely kills me. It kills me just because it's funny, and it kills me of how popular it was. Because I have memories of like sitting uh my parents never watched it but my grandparents did and there would be you know we talked about that before i, I would be at my grandparents a couple days a week at oh. least so i'd be hanging out with them at night and they were always watching seinfeld i thought it was the dumbest shit when i was a kid it didn't it didn't seem yeah. funny at all like in the least and now if i sit down and watch an episode of seinfeld <laughs> i'm rolling bro <laughs> it is so funny and it's so funny to me how it was so popular at that time because and all the kind of like the um, you know, they called it, it was called the show about nothing, you know what I mean? And it really was like a show about nothing, but it was also just all kind of things that you could relate to. You know what I mean? There were just weird situations that you could, that everybody could relate to <laughs> acted out for 30 minutes, basically. You know what I mean? Oh. And like, it, abs it slays me now. Some of the situations they get themselves into and the stuff that comes up, man, it just absolutely kills me, man. Absolutely kills me. I love that show. That's what I was first thinking. So, I could I could run that show pretty much anytime. That one kills me, man. And it's one that you don't you can you can turn on any episode too because yeah. none of them. Some I really like shows that are connected. You know, South Park ended up doing that at first. South Park up until season eighteen or something like that was mostly just individual topics, and it still kind of is. But after uh, like eighteen or so, season eighteen, they actually started to kind of tie things together to where there's like a thread that runs through the whole season. Okay. They would they would kind of start to experiment with that a little bit. And they did real well with it, and that's cool because then you kind of got to see each one to kind of pick up on that thread. 
But then at the same time, I, I love the fact that with Seinfeld, you could just, you could roll the dice. You could just roll an episode that you don't need any background. You just know what you're getting every yeah. single time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want to finish. Have you ever seen uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Which one is that? That's uh, that's got, you'll probably know this guy if you see him. That's got. Um, is that a cartoon or real? People? No, that's a real one. Okay. Um, and it's got uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's got Larry David on it. Uh, this guy. So he he actually this guy actually uh basically with uh Jerry Seinfeld wrote Seinfeld. This was actually the oh, co-creator wow. of Seinfeld. And if you watch this show, it's called Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's on like HBO. This is basically uh mature Seinfeld. It's basically like it's a little bit more raunchy because it's like a HBO show. So yeah. I think you know it costs a little bit more yeah. and like some of the situations are a little more. It's it's literally the same thing though. There's almost barely a thread that runs through. There's somewhat of a thread that runs through, huh. but Curb you could almost throw on any huh. episode. And it's funny because you start when you're watching it, you almost see. I I do at least I see Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David. Like when I'm watching Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm, I'm huh. like, this is Seinfeld. But really, <laughs> Seinfeld might have been because of Larry David. Like Jerry huh. Seinfeld might have been doing more of that, like based on you know larry david's instruction or like yeah. just kind of they're kind of riffing off each other or whatever so it's a, it's really interesting it's a it's a very funny show i think because they it used to stream on different things or i lost hp or something like that i think i got like a season or two i haven't watched and it, there was a big gap it was one of those where yeah. it was like a big gap between uh seasons or something but that's a really good show too that one's that one's definitely funny same kind of shit yeah. where you just like oh my god like, <laughs> some of the situations he gets himself into are so relatable you just like almost cringe you know like, <laughs> shit is hilarious oh man that's I, a good one i remember for a minute um what was the show everybody hates chris yep was yep. on for a very long time yep. i thought that shit was funny terry cruz the cheap yep. ass dad yep who <laughs> counted He's pennies funny. and all of that type of shit. Um, He's funny, and then obviously this is a skit show, but Dave Chappelle will probably have mm. probably one of the funniest skit shows oh, of, yeah. of all time, man. Yeah, um, only two seasons, really. <laughs> so the, I, I think I may have mentioned this to you off the air a while back. They got the Rick James when he's at the bar and, um, Charlie Murphy walks up to him. He said, Charlie, what does the five figures say to the face? Yeah. But in that case, they put Will Smith's face <laughs> on Rick James. <laughs> and they put Chris Rockman <laughs> on Charlie Murphy. And then obviously, you know how that plays out. So the shit is a <laughs> Damn. You know, this, this, the crazy shit memes and all of that yeah. type of stuff, dude, man. I but, love the internet for that. Man. <laughs> but no, man, I... Them, them, them old shows bring, brings back so many memories, man, of just kind of being a kid yeah. when you could sit back and not do shit and just watch TV chill. Obviously, as an adult, you know, things things change from there. Um, but, man, yeah, those, all of those are some definitely classics, man, yeah. and everything like that. But yeah. um, I guess as we continue to go on with the show, man, um, What's leaning towards some mid-year goals? Because like I said, we're pretty much wrapping up March. By the time our viewers see this, it'll be April. Yeah. Um, but what will be yeah. your main goal of yours kind of wrapping up 
Man, I got right now, you know, work is keeping me busy. I got I pretty much my my routine my routine right now is solid. Like I'm real happy with it. Me and Chris are hitting the gym four days a week now. That's what's up. I love the consistency, man. We get up pretty much Wednesday right now is our off day. So but every other day, I mean during the week, we get up at well, I get up at six, get there by six thirty probably there for a couple hours so four days a week come in i'm working from 8 30 to 5 ish usually most days spend a couple hours after that usually doing something you know personal business related right now i'm basically you know i've had this guy working with me um kind of kind of full time for a few months now and that's gone real well he's been able to like basically we've got the system going where Um, We got some other work coming in that I'm basically pawning off to him. It's enough to keep him paid to pretty much keep him out of any other job. So he's he's replaced his income that he was working before as a cop with this job that I'm. It's not really coming out of my pocket. You know what I mean? A little bit of my time, but it's not really coming out of my pocket. And I'm willing to to give a little bit of time just to help manage the situation because it basically keeps him fed and available. And then when I have stuff that comes up on my personal business he's available you know what i mean he's not out looking for another job right now because this other thing's keeping him fed so like uh i've got some other stuff that i'm kind of been i've had some other projects and things uh that have kept us busy and has been good because i've been able to kind of teach him stuff that i know and just take it bit by bit everything that's been going absolutely uh fantastic but i kind of came up you know i kind of was thinking about it the other day and just like i can't necessarily keep i can't like we could keep doing this where I'm like, ah, I spent a couple hours after work doing mm-hmm. little side projects we're working on. Mm-hmm. And we just do that all year. But as I'm mm-hmm. sitting there thinking about it, I'm like, this isn't necessarily going to get us both to where we want to be. You know, and I mean, mm-hmm. we want to keep going somewhere. And this just, this isn't a trajectory up. It's just kind of a, it's flat. It's mm-hmm. not down. It's not up. It's just kind of flat. So I was kind of thinking like, what, what can we do to make something that's, that's going up a little bit. And so, um, we, we were kind of talking about it, thinking about it. And, um, you know, part of that decision for me, like with my business is I've worked with different size businesses and stuff like that. Small businesses, mostly medium, medium, large stuff, nothing like super big corporate or anything like that. Uh, but that's part of the thing is like, I don't necessarily know that I'd even want to, because with different size business and different, you know, call it like pricing brackets, even and that sort of thing It's different things that come along with that. You know what I mean? Um, there's different things that come along. Most people, they hear like, you think of like a government job, you can almost kind of imagine what kind of shit would come along with that. You know what I mean? If you were doing a government contract or something, I kind of see like a high end business as being the same thing. Like if you were to work a contract for somebody like McDonald's or some shit, just imagine how much paperwork and how much like liability and just all the stuff that would go into that. And I'm not even necessarily so sure that I'd be into something like that. You know what I mean? Some people that'd be like the big, that'd be like landing the big thing, you know, they're landing a big paycheck and a big deal or whatever. But for me, that's not necessarily the goal. The goal is to have something a little more long-term sustainable, not just shooting for the stars and hoping to land the big, you know what I mean? And then I'm just not so sure about, you know, if I'd even want to do that. So, you know, kind of thinking about all that, thinking about my experiences over the years and everything so far, like I really enjoy working with businesses and working with people who are just starting out. I mean, that's kind of where we were at to some degree. We're necessarily just starting out, but you were at that perfect point to where I was like, I see where you're going. 
let's pivot it just a little bit this way, do this, 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 and this. And like, it was just perfect timing. And like, that's been a great experience. I love, we just being able to grow together has been a great experience. And I just find more value in doing that with other people that are running small businesses. But the problem is a lot of times with small businesses, people don't necessarily have the budgets, the larger to medium, you know what I mean? And so there's this like dichotomy of trying to figure out, well, how do we, you know, basically just make it efficient to a point where like we can, we can put these sites out or we can do these things that happen quick enough for us that still are super quality. Cause I think that's why people want to work with me in the first place. Cause they know things are going to be buttoned up and T's are going to be crossed and I's are going to be dotted. But like, how can I, you know, balance that with the fact that a lot of small businesses don't necessarily have the money that it might take to do that if they were to have it done professionally. Sure. You know what I mean? Because sure. um, really, for the kind of stuff that we do, we could and maybe should to some degree be in that medium to medium high end business range. Like that's the kind of product that we can put out. But I just don't know that I like that that experience as much. Right. So kind of thinking about that you know, the idea kind of just came to me like, um, basically, you know, if we can, if we can kind of refine that process and minimize the amount of, cause it's always the back and forth that is an issue a lot of times with like, um, you know, there's, if you don't set expectations, right. And if you don't necessarily have a, a lot of preparation together in the first place, then this whole like website process can take weeks. And it's like, those two things can't exist. It can't take weeks and also cost little to nothing. Like you just, there's got, something's got to give. Right. So like we started thinking, how can we really kind of just minimize the amount of time into where we can still have something quality, but we're not doing this whole back and forth thing. And so we're kind of tr right now trying to figure out like, how do we, how do we do that? And I think the answer is something like, um, just having a process kind of upfront, just kind of like how you have a process for, uh, estimates, right. The, the, the fact that I always tell people about that when people are thinking about like, why do they need a website or something? Like, I'll give you one, one key reason is like, if you want to run your business a certain way, you can use that as a tool. And that's pretty much what we do with that estimate form. You don't get an estimate or you don't get an inspection with Chandler inspections. If you don't fill out that form, like that's a non-negotiable thing, you know, and that's for a reason because it allows us to have the process that we have and provide the product that we provide. And if somebody tries to step around that or we make exceptions, it only affects everyone else because we start having to spend extra time or like, it's just, it's like, no, that's just it. You want an inspection through Chandler inspections. We just, there's going to be some, there's going to be a transaction involved. Of course, we're going to ask for some money, but non-negotiable step number one is you got to fill out that form. And I kind of think that's almost the direction that we need to take is like, there's going to be certain businesses out there. People, you know, small businesses are always in that honeymoon phase where they're excited. They want to get things started. They want to kick stuff off. And a lot of them come to that point where they're like, I need a website. And they're right. A lot of them do need a website, but a lot of them don't realize how much work goes into a website. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were experiencing this right now. Granted, we got, uh, system in the back end and all sorts of things. But I mean, you can see how these things can get pretty complex, pretty quick, you know? So people kind of have an idea, but they don't necessarily, you know, put it this way. Like everybody's kind of serious until they realize how much maybe they need to provide, right. As a business owner or something. 
Um, a lot of times when you have like a website built through an expensive company, or a lot of times they use like the term agency, they do the work of sitting down and figuring out what you do, what you provide and all that stuff. Cause maybe you're a business owner and you don't have time to put, to lay all that out or whatever. But if you're going to do that, you're going to pay like an agency for their time to sit down and do that. That's not necessarily our position though, if we're working with small businesses, but you still got to have that stuff. Cause if we're going to make you a quality website, we got to know what business are you in? What does that mean? What are your services like? What are your prices? How does that, tra how does that translate to like, give me descriptions on these things, like all that sort of kind of trying to fish for all that information and stuff. And so I think that the answer for us is going to be something like having a process up front that says, look, we will do this for you. You see this product over here, like we can make this for you. But before we get to that point, here's a couple things you got to understand. And here's a couple things you got to do. And, you know, like we can't have this back and forth. So what's going to happen is you're going to provide us with all the information we need. And we're going to give you a form to do that, basically. And then from there, we're going to go through and kind of distill it and, and put it together. And kind of, to some degree, what you get is what you get. You know what I mean? Because that's an issue that I kind of have is like sometimes um, people treat it like, I think people don't necessarily realize that every click, like everything that we do, every spot that we place something is intentional. It's for a reason. It's not just like arbitrary. Like there's a reason the logo is the size that it is or that this is spaced the way that it is or this like every single thing has a reason to it. And so a lot of times it just gets to this point where we finish and people are like, oh, this is great, but can we do this, 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 and this? And like, there's a little give and take with that. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? For, for the most part, the answer is no. Like, because it's also kind of a weird, like it's a reflection on the business too. Cause like, what if we, we put something together that we see as high quality, like this is, this is it right here. And then somebody kind of goes through and has their input that doesn't do this for a living and then ruins that. Like, yeah. now, do I want to use that as a portfolio piece to show other people? Not really, <laughs> not anymore, you know? So like, so, and that's just kind of the give and take. Like, and if we're getting paid a hundred thousand dollars to do it, you're the boss. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where it, it's kind of just a different relationship sometimes, I think, you know what I mean? But like with small businesses who need a leg up, who maybe need some help to, you know, maybe they would rather spend that thousand or two that they otherwise would on a website somewhere else where they can invest in something else to start up their business. And then instead of charging people up front, if we can refine this process to where it maybe only takes us a week to put out a high end, you know, a high quality site and then just have a reasonable like monthly retainer on that yeah. to where people can have, uh, you know, if you need us to update it or you need, you have something that you need us to do every month that's built into that. Yeah. The hosting's built into that. The maintenance is built into that. Yeah. It's all built into that. You're not paying anything for it up front or maybe it's a small deposit or something yeah. like that just to have some skin in the game or whatever. Yeah. But to me, like that's been the thing that I've learned is like the skin in the game for most business owners is to actually just provide us with the information that we need. Yeah. If somebody actually is able to provide that information, they've done the work and it's like, oh, you're serious. I can tell that you're serious. You want this layout because yeah. <laughs> like nine out of 10 people don't, you yeah. know, that's where they kind of fall off where it's like, okay, you know, cause I think that, even small business owners expect they're going to go, here's some cash, you figure it out. And it's like, I need a lot more than that. <laughs> this is a full-time job you just handed me yeah. to figure out what you do, how you do it, all that. You know what I mean? Like, 
it just doesn't work that way. You got to provide me that. You know what I mean? And now we definitely uh, had some some changes with like this AI stuff. This has changed the game for us because that's you know I don't need people to give stuff to me in a format that could end up on the website. I just need the bullet points. I just need you to tell me what are your services? What do you do? Like what what are things that you need people to know about your business? Give it to me in a bulleted list. I can work with that. Yeah, yeah. So I just talk to my little chat <laughs> friend and get that all figured out. That's no problem. But I got to know where to start. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what we're all that long tangent to say. That's kind of like where I'm at with my own business is like trying to figure that process out. Because if we can have that sort of a system to where we can capture the people we like, small business owners just starting out looking for a leg up, serious about what they're doing, though. Yeah. You know, here's the process. You know, it's like we're doing each other a favor. Yeah. Don't get it twisted to yeah. think that you're doing us a favor. Yeah. We're just as much yeah. in favor yeah. in putting this product together yeah. at a super low cost and just, you know, we'll just we'll run it for you. That's, yeah. that's kind of the agreement. And in doing that, trying to build some sort of base just for the business, you yes, know sir. what I mean, so that there's money coming into the business so that, something forbid something should happen with this other situation where uh my guy that's working for me is you know i'm able to just do forbid something should happen to that i've got a base as a business now to where it's not my personal money necessarily i could tap into it if i need but i can keep that separate and have a base of you know business income where we it's all good we don't need to have a panic i don't need to lose a guy he doesn't need to worry about going out and working at mcdonald's next week or whatever like everything will be cool and just just kind of try to keep building that to where, um, you know, I mean, do that for two or three years and who yeah, knows, many who knows, yeah. we'll be in a good place and huh? then just kind of take it from there. So that's kind of like, that's what we're working on pretty heavy right now. So, I mean, by the, by the middle of the year, I would hope to have like one thing I'm one big part of that is redesigning my own website, which is that's funny because I'm the website guy, but mine's, a couple pages that's usually <laughs> you know? how it goes just man. haven't needed it man you know i just haven't needed it uh god bless everybody who's you know send me those referrals and everything you big one of them uh a few other people you know who you are uh i've been super super blessed to have people that's send right. me referrals and, and that's been for years but now it's just like to actually build that base of business and have it be something that kind of takes off beyond just replacing my income or whatever because yeah. i don't even necessarily need that anymore yeah. i gotta have some sort of plan i gotta yeah. do something to to do and i want to enjoy it i don't want to like because when i sat and thought about working with bigger companies or trying to land bigger i'm like i'm just i don't have the energy for that's not that's where right. my energy is that's you know right. what i mean i don't i'm not gratified out of that i'm gratified by building good websites but i'm also gratified by building good websites for people who appreciate them and that's need right. them you know what i mean yeah. uh there's other people out there who can deal with the, the big mumbo jumbo corporate contracts and all that, and they'll do a good job. You know, <laughs> that's just not my lane, man. <laughs> that's not for me. That's kind of like, don't you, don't you feel like um, it would almost be weird if all the houses you did were five million and up? That'd be different, right? Like you, like it'd be obviously more money, but you'd be de- dealing with a different class of people, and weird things yeah. would come up where you're like do I even want this? Like yeah. I might just want to go back to the city houses. Like, cause there's just different bullshit that you deal with at a different price level. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. It's I, a weird thing. I would say, well, obviously I deal with weird shit 
and, and, and some raggedy ass yeah, houses true. I inspect, right? Still some so, I mean, in that aspect, would I want to go up to five? No, but I will be okay with maybe eight hundred thousand to a million dollar house. And the market's changed a lot. Um, a million dollar uh, house right now. Shit, it's six hundred five years ago. <laughs> you know, but um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think everything that you really described, bro, was how we really aligned together. Yeah, yeah you know, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that I needed what you needed, what 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 you were great at, right? And right. you needed what I was great at. And, and to be honest, bro, I didn't even know I was great at this shit. Yeah, you know what it is, Ben. Man? You know, it's just it's just that. It is, um, I don't know. It's strange for me. Like I'm not, I think the biggest thing was that you just are passionate about your business, man. You're just not a bullshitter, dude. <laughs> like, like a lot of people are just, and I don't mean any disrespect. I, a, I'm, I'm being like, I'm being funny, uh, but to some degree, like people just kind of bullshit. Like they got a lot of it. Anybody can come up with a good idea and anybody can feel motivated to do something before they realize how much work goes into it. You know what I mean? And like, I could tell very early on, like you bought your business, you know what I mean? Like it means something to you and you can just kind of tell some, with some people, like, it's not that it doesn't mean anything to them, but it doesn't, it's not everything to them. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not a hundred percent. Maybe they don't even need it. Like it needs them sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to where I think we were both kind of on that same uh, path too, to where like we had regular gigs, regular jobs, like whatever yeah. you want to call it. And like, we just kind of realized like, this isn't, there's no version of me that exists where this is the rest of my life, No, you know, working for Not somebody else and doing whatever, maybe in spurts or in different, like, but just like this, this is not it. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> So we were kind of on that pathway, you know, but, uh, but that's a big thing for me, I think is just like, and I don't even know why that is, but just, um, it's just, it's just more than a paycheck. You know what I mean? Like it's more than a paycheck. I would much rather do 10 jobs for a thousand dollars and enjoy it than do one job for $10,000 and be fucking miserable. Agreed. And, and I've been in situations like that before where it's like, Damn, man. Sometimes you just need some perspective, but... Like, I should have said no on this one. Yeah, yeah. This was not worth it, you know? <laughs> Which is just crazy. It's crazy. Especially when you're usually from a... It always seems to happen when you're in a position to where you could use that the most. You know what huh. I mean? And maybe that's a lesson to take from that. It's like maybe you just shouldn't when you're in those positions. You're like, maybe I am only... Maybe I'm a little bit blinded by the fact that I feel like I need this right now. And that's why I'm doing it. I'm not really scouting out no. if it's a good idea. You know what I no. mean? That sort of thing. Because that, and maybe those kind of situations like present themselves at those times for a reason. You know, almost like a test or something <laughs> like that. You know, no. it is strange how that seems to work. And then you get in that position, you're like, God damn it! I can tell early on. <laughs> I messed up. I messed <laughs> up. <laughs> Those are the fun lessons in life, bro. Man. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, man, I, I honestly, I mean, for myself, my main goal, honestly, like I said, I know I got this meeting tomorrow with this guy. Hopefully that goes well. I want, yeah. I need to find somebody consistently, whether if it's somebody that only do my out of town inspections, somebody that I need. And don't get me wrong, I still have a, a large amount of time on my hands. I had way more damn time on my hands than I used to. <laughs> but yeah, 
how can I even cut back now? Because like I said, obviously with the baby coming, I'm going to need to even be more flexible with the time that I'm, you know, that I have now. So the reports, that's one way, right? Yeah. That's going to make the job 110% easier. Yeah, um, but like I said, bringing somebody else on and everything like that. So that's the hopes for everything. Um, it's going to be a big couple months. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big. Baby on uh, the way. Uh, uh, hope, house searching. Yeah. Hopefully, the, to, like I said, I was, you know, talking to you, John, about I, I got a feeling that it will, but only God knows, man. And like I said, I have to be aware it doesn't happen when I want it. It happens when I need it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most important thing. So yeah. um, I would prefer to be when a bit before the baby gets here. But if it's after, I'm going to take the blessing. I ain't going to complain about yeah. it, bro. But um, a lot of my main, I mean, that's really my main goal, bro. Really being able to bring somebody else on, fill my shoes in the moments I can't be there yeah. um, to where I can take a week or two off when the baby comes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Without losing any money and everything like that. So putting the business in that predicament now, um, I believe everything I do is intentional. So I think this meeting happening when it's happening yeah. and the way, you know, it's happening, I think is all, it's all answering everything that I need. I'm just waiting for it all to fill in together, you know what I'm saying? And, and allow it to blossom. So that's pretty much my main goal, bro. Um, but I'm even learning to, to, to leave a lot of my goals in the God hands because if you don't end up achieving that goal, you end up feeling pressure or worry. And you'd be like, nah, I got to allow him to guide me on this and, and, and continue to go, even if it ain't the way I want it or see it yeah. or even feel it, you know, but you got to still believe, um, in it and everything like that. So that's the, I mean, that's my goal, bro. Um, and everything like that. But, um, it's going to be one month closer by the time we shoot the next episode. Yeah. By that time, so in two more episodes, I'll have a baby at home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pretty yeah. pretty much in two two to three episodes. So, shower coming up. Yeah, shower coming up. Looking forward to that, man. Um, we just met. Um, blessed that. So, Trisha is the mother of of my brother's uh my brother on my dad's side. Yeah. Um uh, so she's blessing us with that place taking care of us in right. regards to that. Um so yeah, looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to get all of that over with, seeing where we're going to put all of these gifts and all, <laughs> you know, all of those type of things yeah. to do some record um redecorating forbid that we are still in the space now. Um, until we get a bigger place and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, man, we're going to continue to win. We're going to continue to be blessed. We're going to continue to be intentional. Um, and if any of our, of our viewers, um, like I said, you need any form of inspiration, hopefully those type of things stick with you as you continue to grind and go through your ups and downs, um, as we do. So, Amen. Amen. Uh -huh. yeah, man, that's, that's under the rug. Um, Rap. episode two season two episode two sorry we're a little late i hope you enjoyed the upgrade <laughs> sorry for the wait man shout out to rob <laughs> <laughs>